Hey y'all, whether it's morning, evening, or afternoon, I'm just glad that you guys had decided to vibe out with me, the one and only E. And today, we are vibing out with two of my favorite people ever. So with that being said, I want you guys to sit back, relax, and enjoy this show because as always, every vibe of the day is something special. Without further ado, let me introduce my guests. So today, we're vibing out with I'm Janaya. Dion, aka Big Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get into it. So first, how are y'all feeling on this lovely day? Like, I feel good. You feel good? You're feeling blessed and highly favored. Period. I got 200. I got 200 in my presentation. I know. <laughs> Period. Period. I love that for y'all. Alright, let's get into it. Oh, can we can I yeah. Okay. okay. I ain't no rules. <laughs> I don't know how to cuss it, but sometimes it slips out. Okay. You, know, you, know, you, you don't gotta make mouth fucking me. I can project. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself. We're gonna start with Dion. Um I love heavy stuff and put it back down. I smoke a lot of weed. And uh I like anime and video games. And like analyze the stuff that I watch, like media. Mm-hmm. Like I can watch a movie and talk about it for three hours type shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm talking about myself. I don't know. I'm nervous. Okay, okay. I like to dance. I want to be a social worker. I love me some Jesus. What else? I enjoy working with kids. I'm currently a senior, period. And yeah. We love to hear it. Love to hear it. So, another question before we get into the topic. What inspire y'all every day? Because, you know, y'all college students, y'all young adults, y'all working. Like, what inspires y'all every day to keep moving forward? To be the best son out of all my fathers. Okay. Okay. So, to be honest, I don't know. I just want to, to be honest, I don't know. I just want to be great in life. I want to help people in order to help people I get my degree. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's it. Okay, okay, I like it. I love the answers. Okay, guys, so today we'll be talking about our childhood, and this was Naya's idea, and also Dion wanted to, you know, come on here and talk about it as well. So, without further ado, I'm going to let Naya start it off with the childhood and how it would impact her in her life. Okay, so my mom, for the most part, she was um. For the most part, she was a single mom. So, like, she had a village door. My dad was there. I just didn't like my dad. So, once I got to a certain age, I kind of cut him off. Not cut him off. He still has access to me, but, like, he doesn't, if that makes sense. Mm. So, my mom's village, it was my grandmother. It was my aunt. And I guess you could say my step-grandfather. He wasn't technically my step-grandfather until I was five. But my grandmother boyfriend until, you know, they was married. And yeah, I had like a real good childhood. I didn't like anything or nothing like that. However, I do feel like that absence mm-hmm. of like that father figure, I don't know, kind of affected me. But I did have a stepdad, but mm-hmm. I don't mess with him like that either. I had like a, I don't know, a weird relationship with like the adult men in my life, if that makes sense. But I loved my grandfather. I adored him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was like a real good child, you know, <laughs> got good grades on the roll all that. I didn't really like. That's good. Yeah. So I have a question. So when you mentioned that, you know, lack of relationship with your father and your stepfather, do you think that affects you now as an adult? To be honest, it I guess because I don't take no mess from men. 
Yeah. Like, I cut my father off, I can cut you off, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I kind of see it as a good thing that I won't take nothing from nobody. But then again, I feel like, as every young girl, they deserve to have, like, that, you know, being spoiled by yes. their dad and stuff like that. Because I know some people, when they don't have that dad figure in their life, they go wild and they yeah. look for love in the wrong places mm-hmm. and things like that and become fast and all that. The whole time, it's not like that. They just looking for love. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, did that affect you within dating? No. Actually, I think it helped. Because, mm-hmm. like, I didn't put up with certain things from my dad, so I'm not going to put up with certain things from you. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like I attract the men that, like, respect me because of that. Like, you know not to mess with me. You know not to treat me rude or anything like that. And if you do, you know you're going to get out. you get in the door, period. So, yeah. I, I had a real strong mother, too. Like, the mm-hmm. women that was in her village raising me, they were strong women, strong black independent women. So, like... Period. You can't tell me nothing. Yeah. I like that. The village, you know, that helps. That's really mm-hmm. good. I support it. Yeah. And now I, know, I noticed another thing, too. You and Dion are both the only child. Oh, yeah. I have no so siblings. So, how did that affect you? And then, Dion, how did that affect you growing up, being the only child? So, when you don't got no siblings and it's time to go places and stuff like that, you did by yourself. So, I had no choice but to, like, become an extrovert and, like, make friends. And mm-hmm. luckily for me, it's easy for me to make friends. And, like, I felt like that, I don't know, it kind of helped me in my adult life. I'm not scared to talk to people and things like that. And I mm-hmm. feel like it's going to help me in my profession as well when I become a social worker because I don't mind talking to new people and getting to know people. So, yeah, I think it benefited me. That's real good. Yeah, and I get everything I want for the most part. Like, I don't like share. That's another thing, though. I don't yeah. like sharing. Mm-hmm. I do not like sharing. Don't ask me for nothing. Like, if I got clothes or something, like, don't ask for that. Like, like it, it's like boundaries to it. Like, if I had a new outfit in here, don't don't point to that one and be like, let me try that one. Like, try something old. Or if I had food, like, I would rather buy somebody their own food than to share my food. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm just getting food, don't ask me for it. Let me finish it. If I'm not touching it, then maybe you can get some. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay, down to you, Dion. By you being a man, so your your opinion is gonna be different and your views gonna be different. So how was it for you growing up as the only child? On my mother's side. Yes, on your mother's side, because you do have other siblings on your father's side, <laughs> like you mentioned earlier. I don't know. I was just chilling. I was on the game all the time. So I'm still doing the same thing I do now. Still playing the game, the same thing as online since middle school. So. It was like I had brothers, but they were just not my blood brothers. Oh, so that's a good point you mentioned because, like, you know, at times your friends become your family members. So you think you're more comfortable with your friends versus your family members? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Not as like five, like five or seven years ago. Like mm-hmm. Me and all my siblings on my father's side, it wasn't like really siblings. It'd be awkward sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we all just became like real, real siblings like, mm-hmm. like five years ago. So, how did that affect you? Or did it affect you? Yeah. It didn't? I, um, as a kid, I was used to being by myself, so I was trying. Did you like being by yourself? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. And why is that? Because you're not dealing with my Y'all are <laughs> See, for me, it's different because, like, I have siblings. Like, I'm the oldest of two. So when y'all say, like, you know, it was good for y'all and y'all ain't had to share and stuff, for me, it's different. Like, I share, you know, sometimes even got to look out for them. So it's just like, wow. When you hear from other different people's point of views, like, whoa. Like, it's good and bad. It happens good and bad moments. So what's your good and bad moment on, like, being the only child? For you being on your mother's side. When she gone, I basically own my own house. Mm-hmm. The bad. 
I give more than anybody I talk to around. Like, not like I'm sad type shit, like, mm-hmm. legit just to talk to. Mm-hmm. So, do y'all ever think that y'all wish y'all had siblings? Like, do you ever wish your mothers might have had more siblings down the line? Or, like, no, you cool with being only sibling? Mm, to be honest, I'm good not having siblings. However, I love little girls. So, if I was to have a little sister, I feel like I would love that. But, like, not close to the age. Like, I want to be able to tell her what to do, you know, fight, if that makes sense. Like, I want to be, like, 12 when she was born, and, like, we go from there. <laughs> like, I would love to be a big sister, you know, that we eat. And then, like, I don't mess with my father like that anyway. So, I, I feel like if he had kids, I would try to be around them. But, mm-hmm. like, since I wasn't around him, I don't see me, you know. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. You, yeah, that's that's understanding. That's understanding. How about you, how would you feel if your mom was to have children down the line by you being, you know, from you being the older child, would you want your mom to have children? Or you just wanted to be the only child, period, for her? I think I'd rather just all my siblings and us had the same parents instead of what you just said. And why is that? Because I think it's just, because I ain't gonna lie, when I'm growing up, I used to always want the Disney Channel experience to have in the household. Mm. Used to have like three brothers and two sisters. Mm. I got that many siblings, but we just don't live with each other. Yeah, yeah, like the Cosby type shit. That's not sure. <laughs> so let's get into it. Another question involving our childhood. How do y'all think that y'all childhood has impacted y'all as an adult now? You know, going to school, working, you know, trying to do things different that your parents have done. So me personally, my mom, she would always been like a real, what's the word? She always been really hardworking. So me seeing it, it makes me be hardworking. You literally are like a reflection of your parents. So like I saw her go to nursing school and stuff like that when I was like eight. I think that's when she graduated. So I seen it's like okay, I can go to school and do all this and that too. And she wanted me to be a nurse like real bad, but I didn't want to be a nurse because blood is icky. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. yeah, you can say. The question was, how did your childhood affect you as an adult? Like, do you think it affect you in a good way, bad oh, way? And then, like, is there anything that you see that different? Why is that? Because I was, I was real real. Like, if you really know me, you know my like, real nerd type shit. Like, I was, like, in, like, uh, middle school and, like, Say everybody get on the games, time to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'd be watching like a space video, like that you were watching class, but like that was my entertainment. So mm-hmm. basically, anything that's not math, a lot of shit I already know. Like in my 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 history, my history class now, a lot of shit that I learned, I learned like when I was like in middle school, mm-hmm. and I'm in college, I still know it. So it made me smarter because I wasn't around niggas that was dumb, that, that was in the dumb stuff, and bad because it took me until like. 12th grade to learn how to be social. That's speaking about that. How do y'all think y'all social life is versus when you were a child versus to like now, like be like 20, 21, 22 years old? Oh, now? My shit crazy now. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know. I ain't used to talk to niggas. You went to high school with me, so. Yeah. (laughs) And. How do you think it's different now versus from your childhood up until now? Was it good that you're social now or is like bad? Especially when in college, you go to Morgan State, so <laughs> let us know. It's good now because I always been funny, so 
Once you're just around, why do you make people, more people laugh? You know, more than Maria type shit. So, I think it's good. What was I putting the question? How is it bad? It's bad because niggas always want to be outside. I don't You look at my account, it'd be like shit, six shits pending and niggas talking about going somewhere. Mm-mm. Nah. Cause you're not. It's like usually you by yourself. Yeah. 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 That's, I get that's it. The, it go by faster. That's the way to put it. Unless if I invite you, I'm like, all right, let's chill. Let you know, roll one, get drink and stuff. Okay, cool. But if not, uh, no. <laughs> so Naya, how did your childhood put a good or a bad impact on YouTube as you being older now and? Working, so I like already that. answered that. You want me to talk about my social life, right? Yeah, your social life. <laughs> <laughs> so, for me, I've always been like a natural leader. Like, you can't tell me to do something and I don't want to do it, I'm just not going to do it. But something that I've always heard, like, even as a child, is when I first met you, I thought you was going to be mean, but you so sweet. <laughs> and I did that all the time. Like, even the other day when I was at work. Like, they was doing an activity with the kids, and it was, like, say a nice thing about everybody around you. And so, she did one for me, for, like, an example to them. And, like, she basically said, like, you don't look the way you act. You know, look at your mean. Yeah. She was, like, you seem like you would be a mean girl. And I get that a lot. Did that ever affect you as a child? Absolutely not. Because I feel like when people think you're a mean girl, they think you're pretty. Or they think mm. you're attractive. That, so, in the back of my head, I get what you're saying. But, like, it's a compliment. You think mm. I'm that girl in real life. And you think I'm going to treat you bad because of that. And I won't. So, it's like, yeah. Mm. But another thing with that, you're not always going to get the people that's going to give you a chance because mm. you look mean. So, I also have girls that look at me like, oh, she thinks she all that. And then they just decide to distance themselves. And that's something I had to deal with my whole life as well. But, like, who cares? I'm mm-hmm. still do me and surround myself with people that wants to be around me. I'm a vibe without me. Period. Like, I'm vibing with E. Period! <laughs> don't don't bite me up. Yeah! <laughs> don't bite me up like that. <laughs> okay, so the next question. That, oh, that hit the spot. Because I felt like that, too, growing up. Even Dion would tell you, I was quiet as a mouse in middle school. For me to be social, it just, it happened out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, when people look at you, they're like, oh, they don't want nothing to do with you. Like, bullying, people don't understand. Like, bullying can really rub off on a person bad. Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't know them. Like, I always tell people, don't judge a book by its cover unless you ain't had the chance to sit down and mm-hmm. read that book to get to know them. And if you don't like it, then shut it and just leave it the hell alone. Mm-hmm. You know? So, with that being said, when it came to compliments as a child versus now, how did y'all feel about it? Like, you know, when you're a child, people used to give you compliments, and now when you get older, like, hmm. Like, you know, do it ever, like, wander to you? Like, is that a good or bad comment? For me, personally, no. My whole life, my mom has been telling me I'm pretty. So if somebody told me I'm pretty, I'd be like, thank you. I'll remember that. Mm-hmm. It'll just be that simple for me. Compliments are cool, but I don't know. They just don't phase me that much. Like, thank you. I'm glad that you told me that you think I look nice with that. I smell nice. 
I don't know. I feel like I like compliments that's not about appearance. I always mm. know I look good. You don't need to tell me that. I like when people tell me I like your energy. I like how mm. you do this. I like how you do that. I like stuff like that. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Dion? Um, I live two lives, bro. bro so I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't get compliments when I was younger. So. Why is that? Bro, you seen me back then? I was. <laughs> Why? I was a little. I was just overweight ass nigga. I ain't gonna lie. So I didn't come back then, but now it's weird because people be calling me. I ain't gonna lie, I feel like it's probably like at least like a good three a month. <laughs> Something like that. I ain't gonna lie. Had some old ass lady tell me uh some handsome young man myself the other day. So now it feels weird because I'm not used to it. But but do you like the attention? Of course I like the attention. Why do I not like the attention? <laughs> <laughs> do you like the attention, Daya? It doesn't really phase me. I don't dislike it. It's mm. like a thank you. And I keep it moving. Okay. Now, speaking about the comments, when it comes to you, Naya, mm -hmm. when it comes to men, how do you feel about it? And then for you, Dion, when it comes from women, like, how does the compliments rub off? Like, it's like, okay, thank you. Or it's like, what the hell? It depends on who, like, what genre of men we talking mm -hmm. about. If it's somebody my age, like, earlier when right. I was walking to the library, mm -hmm. and, like, the boy was like, you're pretty, I'm like, thank you, I appreciate that, but, like, if it's an old man looking like he old enough to be my grandpa, but, mm, you look good at that, I'm sorry, <laughs> get away. But <laughs> I also noticed that I appreciate compliments more from women, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like... I feel like boys, they boys at the end of the day want to say whatever they want to say to get your attention. I feel like if a girl that's, you know, they just genuinely want to compliment you, I always love that. I don't know. I support it. Mm -hmm. Same. How about you, Dion? Um, oh, uh, from females, man, as long as she don't, as long as she don't, um, like she younger than my sister, it don't matter, man. Mm -hmm. And not old enough to be my grandmother, then yeah, as long as it's like, in between like, 20 and like, 45. <laughs> Okay, what's the craziest compliment? What's the craziest compliment y'all ever got? I don't have one. I don't, oh. I don't have a crazy one. No, I wouldn't say it was crazy, but it just rubbed me the wrong way. So my stepdad, he's like a, um, I don't even know what his title is, but basically he make airplane parts. That's what he went to school for. Mm. And they had this little thing where you invite your family and it's like a cookout type thing. It was like a crab fest or whatever. So I walked over to the Drex to get me and my little cousin, the Capri Sun. This white lady came up to me, felt my braids and said, I love the way you look, bitch. <laughs> what you mean you love the way I look? Don't be touching me. And I just looked at her because I was younger, so I wasn't as I was outspoken, but not as outspoken as I am now because I wasn't an adult. I didn't want to be disrespectful. But I was, and I am like, I know this white lady didn't just touch my braid. Mm -hmm. Like, don't touch my hair. Please don't touch my hair. And like, you could give me a compliment. Like, if she would have been like, I like how your braids look or something like that, I would have been like, okay, thank you, and got my Capri Suns and walked away. But mm -hmm. she touched my hair, paused for a second, and she walked away. She didn't just touch me and invade my personal space. Lady, I didn't know you. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I feel like the craziest compliment I ever got by being older is a grown man telling me I look. A grown man told me I look healthy. I was like, what? what? The? <laughs> what? And I said, you look fertile. That's weird. What? <laughs> I mean, not you look healthy. What like, I mean? I don't. And I was, and y'all know I work at Finish Line. So it was like, oh, so this was recent. Yeah, like, what do you mean? Y'all look, look healthy. 
Are you trying to say I'm fat? Like, I'll be saying that. Like, I know I look fat, but healthy, I, I don't know the terminology. And it didn't, like, affect me, but it was just like. I'm about to look that up. Like, look at me. Mean, it was, like, healthy. But I say, like, the compliments I had got versus a kid versus now, it's just, like, it's crazy. It is. No, it's, like, not crazy, crazy, but it's, like, people's thoughts are really, like, whoa. You know, especially mm-hmm. for females, you would be like, whoa, wait a minute. I Like you said, I, I prefer for another female to give me a compliment because I feel better, you know, is empowerment. Versus sometimes a man give me a compliment and, you know, you don't want it. Oh, excuse me. On your appearance, you want it like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, you not too much on her. Beyond the corner of my eye, I was like, I could try to store like. Try to play it off, but I couldn't. <laughs> but like getting compliments versus, I feel like this: if we not cool, if you not like my homeboy, something, it wouldn't like really like. But if you a stranger, it like the way you saying it, it give off like, wait a minute, what you what you trying to think? What you getting at? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. <laughs> so let's go into childhood when it comes to academics how do y'all feel from when y'all were little when it came to academics versus from now by us being in college like how did that make you feel when you was a child when it came to academics versus now you've grown like how do y'all operate with the academics so when i was younger my mom was real hands on when it came to like my education like if i had sight words or whatever or i had a spelling quiz coming up like she would make songs out of my words and stuff like that or like i to this day, I will not ask my mother for help in math. <laughs> I love my mother, but the way she made me cry when I needed help with long division, that's another story, though. But, yeah, she was real hands-on. But as I got older, she wasn't as hands-on because, like, she, you know, she was raising me. She already instilled in me, like, what you supposed to do when it came to school. And, like, I always got good grades my old life. Like, I used to cry when I got a C. Like, that's how I was. So, like, now that I'm in college, it's like... I know C's still get degrees. However, I want to do better hey, than that. But, like, if I don't and I just get a C, I'm not as hard on myself because college be hard and I got to go to work and do other things and work about other things. But, like, I don't know. Mm. She raised me to always put school first and make sure I make decent grades. So, like, that's just how I am. Like, I'll make sure I get that essay in. Or I'll make sure all of my stuff is in one time. And if not, I'm going to make sure I do it the next day just to make sure everything is good and that I'm not failing no places. That's, like, my biggest fear is to fail. So, yeah. How about you, Dion? I learned how to do just the right amount of work in high school just to not fail. So, if it was only a class I like, like English or law, I would have an A or B. If it was math, I would have a D or a C and be happy with it. So, so it be like that. I mean, as long as you pass, then. Mm-hmm. So how about now? About we being in our twenties and stuff, and we on our own. How has keeping up with academics and living your life affect y'all as well? It's easy. I think, except for nights when I be uh, letting my homework set up and I go to the gym. Mm. And then it be a shit show like that. Mm. So you be like. Procrastinating. Yes, and mm. I don't know. It'd be hard to balance my lifting life with my school life because sometimes I care about lifting more than I care about school, and sometimes I care about school more than I care about lifting. So it's back and forth. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. Speaking about that, how do y'all feel about this semester? I want to be over. Yeah, I'm ready for it to be over. This semester wasn't that challenging for me, though. However, I am a procrastinator, and you have those professors that don't care when you turn in work as long as you turn in. And I take advantage of that, and then 
but like at the same time, I'm in I'm in the back of my head, like, oh my god, I got all that work to do. But I'm still not gonna do it because my professor ain't saying that. About <laughs> like that was me last week. I was like, I'm getting sick of worrying about this work I do. I just hurried up and did it all, and it don't be hard work. It's just like I don't have to do it right now, so why do it? I'm a real bad procrastinator. Mm. But like when somebody tell me you have to do this by this time, I make sure I do it. But like if there's some, you know, some space for me not to do it when I'm supposed to do it, yeah, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it. Mm. Yeah. What was the question? Dang, what was the question? <laughs> um, oh, how's the semester treating you? How do you feel about it? You said you wanted to be over, but how's it treating you? That's not even going to sound. Period. I'm going to next semester. I got a better class. I'm excited for semester two. Yeah, I'm going to do my philosophy class. Mm-hmm. So, how do y'all feel by... Well, <laughs> how do y'all feel as being a student at Morgan? Because, like, Dion is your first year. Yeah, this your last year. So how do y'all feel about it? So to be honest, like I like Morgan. It's a cool place to be, but like getting into Morgan and like trying to find the right people to tell you what to do is it can get real frustrating. I probably would have graduated by now had I talked to the right people. Like when I first came, I wasn't even supposed to come here. I was supposed to go cotton. So, and then once I changed my mind, it was like, okay, you got to do all this stuff. I'm like, all right, so I'll get to an advisor. The advisor basically told me, there's no classes for you. You might as well wait until the spring semester. I was like, dang. So what they tell me I was good to start for if I can't start until the spring semester. And then when the spring semester came in, I had to re-enroll, get reaccepted into Morgan. Yeah, it was like a bunch of stuff because I wasn't talking to the right people. And I'm like, oh, I want to be a social worker. I should have did what I did now, changed my major to applied liberal studies, and I would have been out of here like clockwork because I came here with my associate's degree from high school. So I, but like overall, like my experiences, like with the professors and stuff like that, it's been good. Especially, what was her name? Dr. Thurman. Dr. Thurman. Yeah, like she, if it was a fire, I would probably still be a social work major, not graduating until like a whole year or something. So, shout yeah. out to Dr. Thurman. She's a good Dr. Green. <laughs> she was another good professor. I and like, the professors that we that I've had so far, at least, they have empathy for their students. I know some like don't, but like mm-hmm. most of them that I have, like they care and they want to make sure you're good outside of like the academic, like you're mentally there and able to you know do your work. So yeah, it's been cool because for some reason they put me in casa, so mm-hmm. I cheated on my math final. I'm not so playing. <laughs> I cheated on my math final. I passed my other ones because it was easy. So I basically got in with no hard work to do. I all had to pass it out. Now basically I got no Morgan. Mm. And passion. I'm gonna be in my major next next semester. Period. So everything was going cool for me. Which major? Uh, it's gonna be um, fucking cybersecurity. Oh okay. Oh yeah, cause you did change it. Yeah. Tell them. I do hate this fucking campus cause. <laughs> oh. Oh I got it. It's nowhere I thought. It's closed the one way for no reason. I almost hit the security officer the other day in my car. He jumped in front of my car. Mm-hmm. Then, why is it always water on the floor in the fucking dining hall? I almost felt like fucking like 10 times this semester. Wow. Be no straws. That shit is blowing me. What else? I'm not alright. Just like ghetto shit on this campus. That's good. That's good on my ass. Okay. Tell us a little bit more, Dion, about. How it is to be a student on campus, and tell us now how it does it feel to be a student off campus. On campus? Yeah, because you live on campus. I feel like if I was more social, it'd be even more fun, but it's cool because, I mean, 
they feel like you, you feel like you're not living at home, but I live 10 minutes away, so when I'm fucking tired of living on that hard ass mattress in Ocana, I go home. When I get sick, I just go home, but on, on campus, it's cool. I could can, I can definitely see how it feel like some Zoe 101 type shit. Yeah. Locked in with everybody, but I just be going to class, getting good grades, hot box in my car, and I go home. So, yeah. Makes sense. For me, I feel like if I was to be here. These big people would come. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, what did I do? <laughs> but for me, I feel like if I was to stay on campus, it would be like Zoe one on one for me. I'm a social butterfly, so I feel like if I had like more opportunities to be on campus and to like be around other students, not in a classroom, because you can't do much when you're in a classroom. Like luckily for us, me and you, like we had to do like the little group work thing. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got to know you. But if it wasn't for that, I probably would have, you know, saw you in class and left, and we probably would never speak spoken spoken again. And that's how it been for like a lot of the friends that I made here on campus. It was the teachers that made group work and it was like, okay, that's how I gave my friends. But like other than that, I don't really know nobody on campus. And I feel like a lot of it has to do with me not living on campus. Because mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff happened at night and I'm like, okay, I don't want to travel at night mm-hmm. and go all the way home and come back and all that. And then like if my classes is over, there's no reason for me to still be here. If I'm not looking with the friends that I have, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go home now or I'm going to mm-hmm. work or something. So yeah. It's also a good place to do a stoner. Anybody that's stoner is listening to Hey! Oh, I'm not a stoner. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> be smoking with me. Erica was walking. Somebody was smoking underneath the bridge. Oh, this is alleged. You know, the fast listen allegedly. But it's a cool place to be. I'm stoner. not playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll say, like, when I transferred here, y'all, same thing nice and my first, like, who's in me? I caught myself. See, I saw seen you, Dion. I caught myself. <laughs> when I first came here, I went to CCBC or Essex. I straight got my degree from them and straight came here. When I was at Essex, same thing. If I go to school, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you went there? <laughs> oh my god. So, deal. I'm not playing too. So I went there. Same thing. I barely didn't know nobody. Like, the only person I knew was Dion. And, like, we went during the pandemic. So, it was like, Dude. we didn't, you know. Man, I was on Fortnite in Minecraft every day. <laughs> I did not go to class. I was getting mad W's. What is a W? Withdrawal. Uh, no, what? Nigga, no. Oh, like, you play oh double. You oh, oh, oh I'm we fucking academic. Withdrawal. But I ain't gonna lie, though. Big shout out to Dion because he tried again. I know that's right. He did it again. But you here now. You You're here at the university, though. So, like, Touch you know, you did your thing. Right. Big shout out to you. Cause a lot of people don't. Touch there you go. We support it. Y'all know I'm real big on support when it comes to my friends. Especially Period. academics. Because this, this shit is not easy. I'm telling y'all, it's not easy. And that's why I say, like, when it comes to our childhood, too, you know, back then you had, you know, you had your mother, your father, whoever, your guardian, whoever right there helping you, leading your hand. But when you get older, it's like, Shit, it's on you. The choices you make is on you, baby. Because it's like this your future now. It's not your mother, your father, your guardian's um future. They did what they can to prepare you for your future. But then it's like, what do you want to do? And like when we were growing up, I know that question. Like, what you want to be when you grow up? That shit used to get on my nerves sometimes. Like when I like. I'm going to say, when I graduated out of middle school, when I had a high school, it was like, what the fuck? Like, so tell me the questions that you used to like. I got a question. Trigger, what's up? Do you still be thinking what you want to be when you grow up? I felt like I finally know what I want to be right after I had graduated from CCBC, which is kind of crazy. 
Because, like, y'all know, at times, it's like, y'all want to step in so many journeys. Like, you know, you want to do this, you want to do that, you want to do this. Like, I remember, like, when I was little, I said, I want to be a teacher. And I said, oh, I want to be a fashion designer because I used to dress up. Then I'm like, I can't draw for shit. So, <laughs> then I was like, I was still on the term, want to be a teacher. Then I remember when I was in middle school, I said, I want to be a fighter. I want to be, like, Ronda Rousey type. But mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, nah. And then I want to be a lawyer. But then, you know, during the pandemic, it was just like, a lot of things had crumbled down, but I always told myself I wanted to help children. In social work, when I got to learn about that stuff, I was like, whoa. And then it was either, it was either counseling or social work. CCBC helped me get a certification within human behavior. So that was one thing I'll say that helped. Then when I came here, did my research, because I was like, do I want to go to UB or do I want to go yeah, to Morgan? Your must be like insane. Like, mm-hmm. describe me a fucking like, career in education, like, God damn, you talk about men. Like, yes. no offense, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's a good thing, though. I appreciate it because I be, when we say earlier, we just be happy. I feel like the question changed me. It's not what I want to be when I grow up, it's what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Get into like, that. Get diving into that. I want to hear it. I don't want to look forward to a job mm-hmm. and I just die. I, for me, it changed what I want to do with my life because now, if you ask me, I'm in college because I want to be able to be financially free mm-hmm. so I can do my passion. Like, uh, Bodybuilding and powerlifting—that's what I want to do in my life. Not look forward to a degree, a job, and then I die. No, I want to be a number one powerlifter, a number one bodybuilder, and then I'm okay with dying. That's so, how it is for me. So why is that? Like, what made you? Are you strong? Current deadlift be four hundred and fifteen pounds. I might go for four hundred and thirty-five tonight, depending on my back. Don't give up on me. Talk that, yeah. So why? Okay, okay. So Naya, how do you feel? Like, what was the so? Did your mind change when you got older? You know, when you versus when you were little. Like, did the career change up until now, or stayed the same? I went from wanting to be the president. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> did I want to be a lawyer? Definitely. But so the president, of course. I mean, I guess I could still be the president, but that's not really my interest. I was young when I said that. Then I wanted to be a lawyer. I could argue somebody down. However, I feel like the way I am, I'm a very emotional person. I think mm. everything's a heart. So like arguing and trying to prove a point all the time, I feel like it would have you know t- taken a toll on me. But like I can argue somebody down with any topic. I'm real talented when it comes to that. You can't tell me nothing. But, like, I feel like it would have had a toll on me eventually. Then from there, I went to nursing because, like I said, my mom wanted me to be a nurse. And I love helping people. I'm, like, hmm. touching people's body fluids. And, uh, yeah. And also, the schooling for that is hard. I'm not a scientist girl. I have earth science. I'm asking about nothing because I don't know. <laughs> so, I'm, like, I want to help people. I want to help people. I'm thinking therapists. Hmm. Therapists just talk to people. Social work. They talk to people, but they give them the resources, too. So, I'm, like, all right, social work. And ever since, I've been wanting to be a social work. A social worker since I don't even know. I think since eleventh grade, and I just stuck with it. Mm. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, that's real big. So Dion, it didn't affect you as a child. Like you never wanted to be something that turned differently when you got older. I wanted to be a lawyer, but then that shit, at the, that shit was too much at the pandemic. I felt like I yeah, took a class. it was very interesting. We had to look at um. Different cases, and then you know what a case brief is. Yeah, yeah. And we had to write those. That's literally what the um the class consists of, and it was really interesting. It Big shout out to McDeezy because <laughs> I feel like when I went to Mervo, he was the only reason why I wanted to be a lawyer and the way mm-hmm. he did it. But then, like the pandemic, like Dion said. You 
Yeah. What? Tell them. I know you remember. Man, we want to. We want to know. This movie called Lincoln Lawyer about a, a lawyer that drive a Lincoln. <laughs> and he just he was just that nigga in that movie, and I was like, I'm trying to be like that. He was. And that was a legit the story of the reason why I wanted to be a lawyer. You like that? Why do you want to be a lawyer, Mario? I like to argue with people, and I felt like I was good at it. What type of lawyer would you be though? I never got so far into that, but now that I'm thinking about it, because when I was saying this, I was probably just introvert in high school, but now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like I would, I don't know, I would always want to be on the right side, so I feel like, I don't know how that would go, like they got a lawyer for children or something, <laughs> I don't know. Family, yeah, family. something like that, something like family that, because I would always want to be on the right side, I would never want to have to be a lawyer for like a sex offender or something like that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like if I'm defending like the right group of people... I feel like it's no wrong. Yeah, I'm the he wanted to be the the turn the the deep the uh. I want to go where the money was at. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I I'm real big on morals. So like, if I feel like you're wrong and you deserve to go to jail, I couldn't trust myself to be your lawyer. You better go find somebody else. You got your like your plaintiff and then the deep. Yeah, so you be like plaintiff side. Yeah, good. you gotta go find somebody else. You sit there and rip that girl. You want me to defend you? Right. You sit there and kill that lady, mom. You want me to defend? And it's crazy because it's like it's people out here that sacrifice their life to do these things, mm-hmm. even with social work. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because it's like, wow, but somebody has to be yeah, there. Somebody got to yeah, Somebody got to do it. It just won't be me. <laughs> For a lawyer, I had a whole bunch of like ideas. I wanted to be an entertainment lawyer, work for the NBA. Then I was like, okay, I want to be a, chi- a family lawyer. Mm-hmm. Then what was the other one? It was another one. Oh, a criminal lawyer. But I was like, nah, I'm from Baltimore. I ain't. No, I wanted to be like, what's her name? The one that they got her up there now on the news. Poor thing. Ooh. I forgot her name. She um helped with the Freddie Gray case. I forgot. Amanda Waller? No. Sorry, the... No. <laughs> what? I forgot her name that fast, y'all. She um helped Freddie Gray and now they on the news saying that she um she going to jail for like fraud and stuff. Oh, I forgot her name. It's on the tip of my tongue. But I'll come back to it. Okay. So what's another question? Because we still tapping into our childhood. Mm, well, what do y'all want to talk about else that impacts your childhood or something? Oh, it was one question I didn't get a chance to answer. Mm-hmm. Go to a different topic. I think it was um, was something that you got asked a lot growing up that used to irritate yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like when outside people, outside of like you know my mom, my grandmother, my aunt, people that raised me, people that actually care about my well being, when they would just ask stuff to be nosy. Like they, mm. they wouldn't ask the typical questions like, oh, how's school going? Is that, you know, things like that. Or oh, where your little boyfriend at? That used, to, uh. that, used to, that used to get on my nerves so bad. Like, you just trying to get in my business so you can judge me. Like, please leave me alone. Ask me about something that matters. Like, I see you in years, and that's your first question for me. Where's your boyfriend? Like, my uncle do that to this day, and I just be looking at him and walk away. Because, like, who are you to be asking me that? Mm. Or they ask me about, like, if I'm having sex or stuff like that. Like, who are you to. Like, you're not my doctor, you're not my mom. And I and I just be looking at my mom some sideways when she asks. I'm like, get away from me. As an adult. Yeah. I'm now, wrong. let's get into I'm it. Wrong. When it comes to relationships or talking to people, how do y'all feel about that? 
Give give me some more detail. Like as an adult, when it comes to even wanting to start a relationship and talking to people, do you want people to know what's going on, or you want to keep it to yourself? Or how long does it take for you to even tell people, like, look, yeah, I'm in a relationship, or I'm talking to somebody? Well, it depends if it's brought up. Like, if I was to get into a relationship with somebody yesterday and I saw you today, if it didn't come up, I probably wouldn't tell you. But if it was like, if we was talking about it, I'd probably tell you, oh, yeah, I talked to someone. So it don't be like no secret for me or nothing. But like, if it don't come up, I'm not just going to come out and tell you. Not unless it's something big, like something I've already told yeah. you. Yeah. And then, like, okay, let me update her on that. But like, if it's nice, it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. But, or if like somebody trying to talk to me, then of course I would have to tell them, oh, I'm in a relationship. Yeah. How about you, Dion? Um, it depends. I don't be telling people stuff. <laughs> that makes sense. I don't know. Ask somebody actually will lie about it. Depends on what it is. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. What's y'all type? Hmm. Do I have a type? I have a type, but like if you're attracted, you're attracted. That doesn't mean that I'm going to date you if you're not my type. Mm-hmm. But, hmm, I like, hmm, I guess. All I get is pretty boys, so I don't really know. What's your definition of a pretty boy? All I get is pretty boys, like people that's like obsessed with their hair and their appearance and stuff like that. But I like that. Hmm. Okay. Damn. But like, hold on, no, hold on, hold on. When it comes to like actual like, like how they look physically, I guess like black waves or locks, and yeah. Yeah. Um. Somebody that's, that's like me, do stuff that I do, mm-hmm. like stuff that I like. But you mean like the shot, like the perfect looking person? Like That's what I thought you meant. Like yeah, that. like that too. Oh, okay. oh no. Or what you talking about? talking about personality or looks? That's what I'm about to get. I get looks. Do y'all go off by looks or vibes? I'm, I'm just be honest. Or both? The first thing they take in my eyes is she dark skin with waist beads and like lock. Yeah. Mm. That's pretty Interesting. Yeah. If, you, if we ask like like the perfect one, like or like describing like the... I guess like your ideal, like, you know, I ain't really with the ideal person, but that's, that's probably the ideal version. My ideal is Trey Songs, but that's not going to yeah, happen. You know what? I just don't like, I just don't want somebody around me that keep telling me, you don't think you should stop, or you think you should want somebody, like, that would get on my nerves. Because mm-hmm. I'm a productive stone, but if I had somebody around me, not I'm productive. Like, I got on my nerves about it, I would in- immediately just, you know, I don't want to speak to you, because it would, it would get on my nerves like that. It makes sense. So somebody that, that likes stuff that I like. Because I hate being around somebody that don't like my, my hobby. Mm, so you want somebody like you. Yeah. Would you like somebody like you, Naya? My hobbies are very feminine. If they enjoy dancing and working with children and sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. To be honest, I don't really... I When I'm in a relationship where I'm interested in somebody... If their hobbies, I would try to take interest in that, if that makes sense. Because, like, I don't expect nobody to become a dancer just because I dance. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, like, my only hobby for the most part. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, like, mm. Mm, That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me, is like, it is what it is. Disrespect mm-hmm. what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. <laughs> respect, bro, is real big. Like, respect what I'm doing because, like. Like Dion said, I'm not a type to tell a, tell a dude, all right, stop smoking. That's what you like mm-hmm. to do. Sometimes you might got to hit one with them too, you know? But, yeah. I wanted to be with somebody that's comfortable and can accept me for who I am. Because I don't want to change it. And that, do y'all, have it ever happened to you in life that you felt like you had to change who you are just to be accepted? 
like when you were a kid versus till now or it's only so when a kid if you're not accepting me for who i am then you want to dip Mm. Like, I feel like it's a difference. Like, if it's actually something wrong, like, say, I don't know, like, my personality, I'm a mean girl or something like that. Of course, I want somebody to call me out and they're like, yeah, you need to say it like that or something like that. But like, if I'm just being mean and you don't like that I like pink or, like, you don't like that I wear my hair a certain way or something like that, then you can mean me. Like, you need to tell me how I'm supposed to be. How about you, Dion? It's different from a man's perspective. What's the Growing up, did you ever feel like you had to change who you are to be accepted and versus now? Oh, yeah. I had to always lie to me about the music I like. Really? Oh, really? What yeah. kind of music did you like? Uh, like, I like rock. I like, I like metal sometimes. Okay. Um, just a lot of white, white people shit that would get classified as. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I had to. But then once I got in uh, high school and college, I don't care now. And then I realized mm -hmm. a lot of shit I liked back then. It's trendy now, like everybody think it's so cool, like I don't know, niggas get my ass for that. Everybody think it's cool, like white niggas to get my ass for that. Yeah, cause they on Instagram now. Y'all ain't see that ticket they got on it's that sticker on Instagram. Oh, like, what's your favorite white? I always love me some like I always had like a real diverse taste of music. It didn't matter if it sound good to me. I'ma listen to it. I don't care who I'm around while I'm listening to it. Like, if I was to put my music on shuffle right now, y'all probably be like, what in the hell she be listening to? Like, I do not be caring. I've always been like that, though. I don't blame y'all. That's same, same thing for me. Like, one day I probably had something saw. One day mm -hmm. it's probably from somebody. You know, that's the thing. Speaking about that, do y'all feel comfortable with the person that y'all are today versus what you were when you were a kid? Yeah. I feel like 22-year-old me would be best friends with 12, 15-year-old me. And why is that? Because he would, I think younger me would think I'm just like that nigga. He would think I'm so fucking cool. <laughs> I agree. Really? I, mean, I feel like my younger self would love the person I am right now. Mm -hmm. If there would be something that y'all would like to tell your old self, well, what would it be? Told. What? Dang, this sucks. Y'all, I'm gonna know this. This raw and uncut. Y'all already know how this is. <laughs> And we on campus with it too, so it's like, yeah, y'all be yeah, surprised. Yeah, you happen outside that window. What? Oh my god, the walls, the any given second. So as long as they don't start shooting, we good. Yeah, cause I'm getting the hell out of. I'm ducking, rolling. I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's still boring. What in the day? <laughs> okay, if there was something that you would like to tell your childhood self, what would it be? Or a few things, whatever. What is something you would tell your old self? I think about this question often and sometimes I be like, I don't know, because what if what I tell them changes like the outcome of how I be you know mm. what I'm saying? Hmm. That's yeah, that's because I feel like everything happens for a reason. So maybe it was certain things that I didn't need to know at that moment so that mm. they could happen. I feel like everything happens. You know, you need certain things for character development and things of that nature. You're not wrong about that one. How about you, Dion? Or it's like the same? I'll tell him, keep liking stuff that you like. Yeah, it would probably be like something like, you're beautiful, just keep doing mm -hmm. you, something like that. I probably wouldn't try to tell them nothing that's going to happen or try to do this instead of that, mm -hmm. anything like that. I, I just tell her. I can't lie, I would bully my younger self a little bit, though. I would tell them to stop living at 15. I ain't going to lie. Oh, my God. Bit, I mean, I feel like that's understandable. I feel like that wouldn't hurt nothing, especially if that's your interest now. You want to lift Speaking about that, your interest, Dion, you talk a lot about lifting. Give us some insight on how that is. What you mean, like, how is it, like? Why you love it so much? What made you do it? Um, 
How does it help you and things like that? I feel like a lot of, if you ask a lot of lifters, they always have a story when they was at their lowest point of life. And then that's where they get most of their strength from. So I would say that's that's probably the reason. Mm -hmm. and then, I don't know, I just wanted to get, I was really weak and I wanted to be strong. So I just got up and I just went to go get strong. How long you been doing this? It's been three years. Dang, that's commitment right there. I appreciate it. I, I respect it and appreciate it. Probably start competing in four or five more years. Yeah. Okay. Um, 26, 27. Okay. Does that help you mentally and physically? Not even just physically. Does How does it help you mentally? Uh, I feel like mentally, uh, I feel like my mind has my mind has gone through check. It's like I feel like year one and year two and year three version of my mind is different people. And like I can like bookmark it in my mind, like how I used to think and how I used to be. Mm-hmm. And I think because I grew up with my father in the house, it taught me how to be a man, I guess. Got mm. a lot of the things I do now, like if I'm doing homework or like if something's going on, I'm like, yes, yeah, it's hard, but it ain't as hard as lifting through like, like something pounds. Okay. So that's okay. How, that's how I think. Like, yeah, this like I would be doing like regular stuff. I'm like, I'm like doing it, but like it ain't as hard as doing what you do in the gym. So it make it make mm -hmm. I would make regular life easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I respect it. I respect it. So Naya, you you talked a lot a lot about dancing. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Like, how does that impact you? It impacts you physically, but mm -hmm. how did it impact you mentally? And how long you been doing it? And things like that. I've been dancing since I was in middle school. I don't know which age, what age exactly, but it's like an outlet for me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not the type of person to like express myself if something is going wrong. You have to ask me what's wrong or are you okay? Like I won't just up and say it, not let me cool like that. Mm -hmm. and, like even then, like I don't be wanting to put my burdens on other people. And I used to be like real heavy on liturgical dance. That's like praise dancing when you dance the gospel music mm -hmm. and that was like a real outlet for me like praising God and just like you know whatever I'm feeling just letting it out with my moves and like whatever I decided to do with the dance mm. and not only that it helps me connect to like little girls younger than me you know I'm all about sisterhood and like mm -hmm. mentoring and stuff like that so yeah it, yeah, it ties into a lot of things mm. when it comes to y'all talents I'm gonna say talents do y'all want to go bigger on it, like, you know, bodybuilding? Do you want to have, like, your own session, studio type? Do you want to have your own studio when it comes to dancing? Like, mm -hmm. do y'all see, like, some type of future business plan within what y'all do that makes you happy? Um, if my knees don't give out and I hit 700 pounds <laughs> deadlift and I win first place in a powerlifting contest and a bodybuilding contest, I probably will open up my own private gym. Not no phony ass, like, I mean, like, like a grudge gym, like, where you got to at least be lifting, like, 200-something pounds even come through the front door. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, they call it hardcore gyms. I was open up one Yeah, I was ready to say, that's hardcore. And I, I'm, I, I respect it. Because, like, you know, it is, like, people are really, really strong on bodybuilding. It is. Especially even just getting out there to even get to yeah. do certain stuff. And I'm going to try to um, change the industry because right now... It's mainly about not how strong you can be natural, but how many steroids you can take without dying first. That's mm. basically what it is now. So a lot of young people, when they get into it, they've been training for a year and they have on steroids. Yeah. And it, it takes years off your life. Yeah. yeah. So I would try to promote being, me and I couldn't talk about a lot, trying to promote being natural. Mm -hmm. And just doing what, you, doing what you can with what your genetics give you, basically. 
Not just try to immediately hop on steroids and then mm-hmm. die at like 30. Mm. Yeah. How about you, Naya? So for me, dancing has always been just a hobby. Mm-hmm. But however, one day my mom was talking, me and my mom was talking, she was like, if you was to like hit the lottery and got like a bunch of money right now, what would you do with it? And I said, I would open up a rec center. But now that you like mentioned dancing, like what I would do with it, I could probably make it like a little dance class for girls or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause like right now what I mentor at, it's called the Charm School Project for Girls. And like we mentor through dance, like we teach them dances, they do like little showcases and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I would probably do something like that if I ever had the opportunity to. But it's not nothing like I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. But right now, I just wanna be a social worker. I respect mm-hmm. it. I respect it. So, another question I have is what is your drive in life? Like, what is your motivation and key to everything that you're doing in life? Um, not to get too close in detail because I'm like telling niggas everything. But I respect you know, it. <laughs> uh, 2020 and 2021 is what makes me get up every single day. That's all I'm gonna say. And why is that? You give a little it bit. Was, it was the worst part. So I'll probably, I'll probably not, I won't say the worst part. I'm only 22, so I still got more bad shit to go through. But oh my God. so far, it was probably the worst years of my life. And those make, those years make me get up every day. Because of the pandemic? Nah, so, nah, not the pandemic. Just personal life and stuff like that. I respect it. Oh, no, I can't tell me it's too much. Yeah, and it's okay. It's okay. To be honest, I don't even know. I just be getting up be like, girl, we gotta do something productive and good so we'd be good in the future. And I'd be like, all right. Mm. I don't know. I guess to make my mother proud, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I was just raised to be a certain way. So I guess that's just what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like I should have like a more mean, mean, meaningful answer to that. But I don't. It's okay though, because at times yeah. we don't. You I know. feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Like if I was doing anything else, I would probably feel like a bum. Like, mm. like if I wasn't in school and if I didn't have my job and like you know doing something productive, I probably wouldn't be satisfied with my life. And that's the motivation too. Yeah, I respect it. I respect it. Same here. It's like I think what motivated me is like grief. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes when you lose people in your life, that grief just it turns you up. Like mm-hmm. I lost my uncle at twelve. And that really, like, fucked me up to the point where, like, you know, I lost my grandparents, too. But it was, like, I was so young. Mm-hmm. So it did mess it up, too, as I was older. Like, you know, you don't get that experience and stuff. And then mm-hmm. lost my grandfather. And, you know, I felt like grief helped me out a little bit, too. And then also remembering, too, like, you're the oldest. You got you got two younger people looking at you. So mm-hmm. it's, like, it's no time. Like, we're going we gonna to have our fucked up moments. So it's, like, you can't be fucking up every time because, like, you have to make sure that you're setting an example, mm-hmm. you know, so I respect that. Another question is, when it comes to this lifestyle of college, we back. Whew, I'm having a heart attack, y'all. It's raw and uncut, and it just, whew. So, when it comes to this lifestyle of being a college student, what is y'all pros and cons that you would tell people when it comes to going to college, period? Pack a lot of snacks. You need them all the time. Like, I feel like I'm always running out of snacks for some reason. Oh, and finding things you're cool with because it gets boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess some pros is you you know you're bettering yourself by getting an education. Hopefully, your degree will you know help you with whatever type of lifestyle you want. 
um, some cons. It's time consuming. It can be stressful. Um, yeah. I feel like, you know, the typical stuff people say all the time, for real. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to college, how do y'all feel about it when it's when y'all discussing it with y'all family members? They make sound a superstar. Like, like I'm really doing that shit. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel though? I don't know. I just be doing me for them. It don't like to me <laughs> when I'm doing it normal to, to them. They think I'm really mm-hmm. doing something big. Like, I'm just going to school. It's not yeah, a, it's not a big deal. I agree. I wouldn't say I'm the first generation. Technically, I am because my mom, she went to community college and she um, became a nurse. But, like, I'm the first person, like, to graduate from high school and go straight to college and stuff like that. And, like, everybody is rooting for me for real and just waiting for me to graduate. Like, I got my little cousin. She wants to go to morning and stuff like that. And it wasn't that role model, like, for nobody in my family for a long time to actually, you know, did the right thing, went through high school, go straight to college, graduate, plan on getting your master's and stuff like that. Nobody, that was nobody's plan, so. You know, it's pressure, but then again, it's like it's showing like the little ones in my family. Like it's possible just because like we come from this doesn't mean like greater things can't happen. If that makes sense, so. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I did that. Really? I couldn't go. I couldn't go straight to college at the high school. But you did. I didn't though. He's like I you attempted to. This is. I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> it was a moment, and this was in 2020, I think, when I was in CCBC. I remember my father's house, and I was with uh, my cousin. My sister, we were just smoking. And I remember I was looking out the window, and I, for some reason, I was like, yo, I don't really care about this college shit no more. Wow. I remember and that. And then that, in 2020, I, st- I basically just stopped going to class. And then I feel like that was my year. When I got in, I feel like I've been in this weed multiple parts of my life for different reasons. And for that, that time, it was like, I don't really care about school. I was just rolling up. That's all I cared about type shit. And mm-hmm. then, in 2021, I was like, I can't keep doing this forever. And then I started working out, and then working out made everything else seem easier. Like, college is easy because I go to the gym, I realize that's the only reason it's easy for me. Because mm. that. So that motivates you to stay focused and to get this stuff done. Yeah, in philosophy. Okay. Yeah, I guess if you lift enough baby elephants, then you can <laughs> 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 So, yeah, so speak about motivation. Like, what motivated you to come to college? Was that, Naya? Like, seeing your mom? To be honest, it just flowed. I didn't have no reason not to go to college. I wasn't opposed to the idea. I felt like it's something that I'm supposed to do. So, you know, I'm here and I'm going to, you know, finish. Mm. I was, my mom, she raised me to go to college, I guess, in a way. She didn't have to pressure me because, like, she already instilled into my mind that, like, the key to success is your education. You have to take your education seriously. And I don't have, I didn't have no other plan, if that makes sense. Like, I didn't want to do nothing else. I'm like, okay, in order to be what I want to be, I need to go to college. So, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Like, when it comes to school, period, for me, it's like, it's people in my family that went and then barely went mm-hmm. so for me like when y'all say like when it comes to school at times for me if it's not my immediate household you know saying you know they appreciate it versus outside of family members it's like i really don't care and it sounds harsh but it's like you know who's loyal and who's not mm-hmm. and that's what i had to realize growing up because like you know i always tell people too at times it's best to keep a mystery 
of your life, especially if you if we're not dealing with each other every day, it's mm-hmm. like I don't need to broadcast everything that's going on. Versus like if we are, yeah, why not? Because I I know you're going to support me as much as I support you. Mm-hmm. So going into support, how do y'all feel when it comes to y'all support system, and who is in your support system? Hmm. I got a small support system, and that's okay. Cause, like you said, you can't tell everybody what you got going on and all your goals and aspirations. Mm-hmm. And like, to be honest, it's the the village that helped raise me. You know, my mom, I guess my stepdad, my aunt, and of course my little cousin, my friends, the people that I keep around. You know, we motivate each other. Mm-hmm. Cause you know we got the same thing going on, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the small group of people I consider friends and the family that you know watch me grow up. How about you, Dion? You said what was I saying? Your support system. Your support system. How is your support system, and who is your support system? I just my, my parents, bro. And yeah, I my parents. How do they support you? Shit, when a nigga hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about when it comes to academics? How is y'all support system when it comes to y'all academics oh, life? That shit is by myself. Really? Yeah. Why is that? My father is not an academic man. Mm-hmm. My mother, she not. My mother knows like, she she went to school and for like medical billing and stuff like that, but she don't be knowing the shit that we be learning. So. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I guess like my peers that's in college. I mean like my mom, she of course she supports everything I do. Like you know she give me money when I get good grades and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but like I feel like it's hard to support some like it's not that much you can do to support when like it's not you doing it if it makes sense like she ain't nobody about to come and do my work for me so it's really just me but like I guess if I had to vent about like I'm just so stressed out I got my friends and things like that mm. like I feel like when it comes down to it like when it comes to supporting yourself it's, it's you like you just gotta do it yeah so. An- another thing I want to talk about y'all know I'm big on that mental how y'all feeling mentally when it comes to everything that's going on? If I had to rate my mental from 1 to 10, just on like a general thing, I would give it a 7.5. And why is that? I don't know. Like, I feel good right now. Most days are good. But like, you know, I have had my little stuff going on that I'm like getting pains. I just got out of the relationship, things like that. And, you know, sometimes that can be said, but I'm like, oh, well, take things. Mm. More so, like, disappointed than sad. So, that's why I say it's 7.5, which is better than what it was a few weeks ago. So, progress is everything. I respect it. And, like, school and stuff like that. I just want to get everything done. You know what I need? I just want to go on a beach. Mm. And I want to get me a pina colada. <laughs> and look at the waves. And that's what I really need. Period. And then, that's 7.5, it goes to a 10. I just need a break for a second. Yeah. Be right. How about mm. you, Dion? Uh, probably a five. Damn. Why is that? Because I lost my edge for I feel like um. You said you lost your edges. No, my edge. Oh, I don't know what you mean, your edges. Um, like school be too be too busy. Like I don't be at the gym like every day how I used to. Mm-hmm. And, um, I used to be really. I used to be a lot harder on myself in a good way though. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like the grind slowed slowed down a little bit. So I'm looking forward to winter break. Cause winter break is when the cut starts. So up five a.m. Outside running, training mm. every single day, trying to drop like probably forty pounds in four weeks, mm-hmm. and then jump back on the. How boat. do you do that? This is calories in, calories out. 
I feel like I lost my edge because I feel like when I'm in the gym now, I'll be thinking about how you wasn't here two days ago. You missed two days. And I'll be in my yeah. head like, yeah, so I'll be beating myself up a lot. Because okay. I'm not as strict as I used to be. Hmm. I feel like it's okay though because you're doing it for a good reason. Like you at school, it's not like you just no. I, I want to play video games or something. Yeah, some nights it do be that. Oh well, <laughs> but like you still getting it done. Yeah, yeah. you still working towards though. You be every when the break coming. Yeah, yeah. But you never thought of like mapping your time out, like having a schedule. Uh, sometimes we do, and then like I get to text the niggas, but you hop on the game. Oh my god, it <laughs> be like that though. It be like that. And then I hop on the game with them. I'm like, I'm going to play for two hours. And then that two hours span, I didn't It go by so fast. No, it's like, no, it's not even that. And that two hours span, I didn't smoke, I didn't smoke playing the game. Now I'm going to get up. Uh, I have a question for you. Do you feel like smoking would interfere with like your ultimate goal? Or you think you can do both and still be fine? I, I, I found a way around that. So after I'm done lifting, I smoke. It's like a reward. Like, oh, shit. Oh, now, okay, I get to, okay, okay. now I get to chill out. So like, I'll probably go lift after I leave campus today. So I'm not going to smoke. Like then you want to smoke that? Huh? Then you want to smoke that? Yeah, but I'm, I'm good now. Okay, so it's like a time. Okay, well, I had to yeah. shoot you sober up and you're like, okay. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't sober up during this, this podcast. Okay, cool. Oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah, well, after I'm done lifting and I smoke, my body just be chilled. Mm. So, you know, you don't ever get in the way type shit. I respect that. I respect that. So, is any, any questions y'all want to ask me? Y'all, like, each other? You know, any questions? Hmm. Rich Simmons, why are you doing? Oh, me. Do? I feel like it's between like a, it's between like that six and seven, probably mm-hmm. a little bit of eight, because you know like this semester by me being in the by me being in the program, like by me being a social work mm-hmm. major. Period. <laughs> Thank you. By me being in the program. Period. Mm-hmm. And me finally like understanding and getting that feel of what's going on i say academics i'm there however when it comes like outside life working in trying to maintain still keeping me up Mm -hmm. i got i did something that a lot of people didn't know like i got help like Mm -hmm. not saying like i got help like i'm crazy like Mm -hmm. i i got a counselor like there's nothing wrong with talking to a stranger and then y'all build that relationship to the point where that they're able to help you mm-hmm. and it rubs off on you that people are you are able to help others mm-hmm. so yeah because i'll say like when i started when we started this year well this semester i say it was cool mm-hmm. but then like you know around homecoming and all that i was just like i'm over it mm-hmm. like i was over it. i still have my moments at times like i'm over Coming to the dad on campus, like if y'all don't call me anything, I don't have no drive to come up here. Same. It's like I don't have a drive. Like if no, like if I'm not here with my friends or like something that I'm involved in, mm-hmm. like the organization on campus I'm involved in. If it's nothing dealing with that or class, I don't want to. I have no drive to come up here. Mm-hmm. So I say mentally, I'm like I'm where I'm at. It's gonna be hard to get like to. Eight, nine, ten, but mm-hmm. that's seven and six and stuff. Yeah. And being, when Dion said five, that's in the middle. So I give you that. That's in the middle. Because at times, it's like, I say this, my mental has been better. Because, like, sometimes at night, I just be, like, over it. Like, I just be, like, I want to bust out crying. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, I haven't cried in a minute. Same. And I said, I was like, I haven't cried in a minute. And that really changed. It's like, 
sometimes when I was like pissed, frustrated, I just bust out crying. Mm-hmm. Or like I still write about everything. Like everything I do, good or bad, whatever, I write about it. But like sometimes I oh like, you know, people say a good cry will help, but I haven't cried in a minute. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time, don't be afraid to get help. And I felt like too, like by us, you know, growing up in a black household, we was always told that we don't need no therapist. Mm-hmm. I feel like we when we get older, we do. Because it's some like there's some memories and things that needs to be not patched up, but needs to be sealed mm-hmm. so things can work out for us mentally. Yeah. So, yeah, I say, like, now that I'm talking to somebody, has somebody to talk to and stuff, besides my parents, I feel, like, more, I'm feeling mentally bad. Like, I'm not crying. I'm not as sad. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sweating the small stuff because mm-hmm. that was my problem. Like, things people used to say and do to me, it used to trigger me and piss me off to the point where that I want to lash out mm-hmm. to the point where I had to distance myself because when it came to my mental it's like bro I work two jobs I go mm-hmm. to school I have a podcast I don't I don't got time for that like you know if it's if we not here like eye to eye with each other I don't want to hear it mm-hmm. you know so I just want to be surrounded by good vibes and good vibes only so yeah I say like my, my mental like a six and a seven two and yeah, y'all don't be afraid to get help. Like, don't be afraid to vent mm-hmm. to someone because you never know. Like, they could really help you out a lot. True. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have any questions? Mm-hmm. You still give me Mario for Christmas, right? <laughs> <laughs> he just asked me. What you want for Christmas? I don't know. Mario. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario's <laughs> Super Mario Bros. That shit look hot. Yo, oh my gosh. Like two blunts and be high shit playing Mario. Fight, fight you now or later. Because <laughs> you're going to get your Mario. I, I, I'm still going to get your Mario. I told him I was going to get his Mario. What did he say? He said going to be critical if you don't get his Mario. You're going to get it on Christmas. Like, relax. Like, he just like a, he like a big kid. He's <laughs> cute, though. I like that. He's a gamer. <laughs> so, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Or y'all write a rap, rap, rap it up? Hell, man. Nothing comes to mind. It be like that. You Dion? No. Okay. Alrighty, guys. Okay. Okay. Well, I thank you guys so, so very much for even having the time to sit down and vibe out with me. I appreciate it a lot. And I thank y'all so so much, y'all. Y'all been supporting me since it even came out. So yes, big shout out to y'all. So with that being said, y'all, I thank you guys also very much for hearing our raw and very, very uncut conversation. <laughs> I wish you guys nothing but peace and blessings. Please stay safe out here. And also, please, please watch out for your surroundings because, you know, when it hit 5 o'clock, it get dark. It's hell outside because I'm looking at the window right now and it's really dark. And I hope you guys also enjoy your holiday because it's holiday season. But I want y'all to be safe, you know, go to the doctor, get them checkups, shots, all that good stuff. <laughs> so, yes, as always, you guys will hear from me next Wednesday. Bye. <laughs>